0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to Wednesday. It's Don's Pinball Podcast, Episode 5, coming to cheer up your midweek. This will be the Venom speculation episode, as it should be Stern's next cornerstone. I also made a mod for a pinball machine, going to talk about that, got some more tournament news, and then there's voting for the pinball award. So I'm going to address all of that and maybe a little bit more. Oh man, we're coming with a fire on a Wednesday. All right, so this episode, first off, Venom, right? So Bond, I think it's come, it's gone, we've played it, we've anticipated it, we've satiated it, we threw the balls at the rocket, that's fun. Let's go to the next game on the horizon, which the rumor is will be based on that Marvel character Venom, right? Now, we don't know yet which direction this is going to take. Is this going to be a pinball machine based on the recent films, the prior films, Venom number three, I'm taking the Jersey Jack approach, or is this going to be comic book based, which would probably make licensing a heck of a lot easier, especially when you don't have to go spending that Tom Hardy money. Am I right? So I was thinking, man, I, I think I want to go in on this when it comes out, because I'd love to unbox it. I'd love to play it. love to stream it. Um, and so... I was trying to look at news, so I turned to Pinside, the big forum there, and read through some posts, and not a whole lot recent, maybe just the last page. But what I've been able to gather is that it is rumored that this game, which is rumored to be Venom, is rumored to be designed by this guy Brian Eddy. I've played some of his games. I went through today and kind of looked back at the last few games he did, and the most recent one was Mandalorian. I mean, that just came out, right? The Star Wars-themed... Space Western in the metal suit. Uh, So it's a fun game. I'll give my opinions on it. I'll also go over the different layouts from the different tier levels because I think that's always fun. Looking back, he also did Stranger Things. So I thought that'd be fun to let's let's go back through this guy's last two games that he was involved with and see if we can forecast or speculate on what we're going to expect with Venom when it comes out. So... A little bit over to Mandalorian. Um, I've played this in arcades, pin bars. I've played it at expos. It's a fine game. You know, everything is always subjective. You know, someone may love a game like my current infatuation with Rush. Other people just don't get it. You know, because of that theme. I think for me, this game is okay. It's fine. I I play it. I don't really want to own it. It's a different kind of shooting game. Now, again, I'm still new at this, but I've been able to break games down into a few different styles, you know? Uh, There's the big open layout ones where you can just kind of slap balls and things happen. And then there's the other ones that are more uh, strategy-based, more of like a kind of hunt and shoot and snipe. Uh, My first game, which was Stern's Dark Knight, that Batman game based on the the second movie that came out, the Nolan film, great film, Um, that was very much like uh, very... Specific and strategic in its shootery, right? It was very much hit this target, then hit this ramp, and then hit this target, and then lock this ball. And then you can do this next specific thing, and then this next specific thing. It wasn't just, I'm just going to hit, maybe I get this ramp, maybe I get that ramp, make the lights go off, you know, work on several different. Uh, projects at the same time you know godzilla is a game like that where there's just there's so much going on that at the same time you can work on the godzilla multiball and damage that building you could also work on the shots so that you can hit the scoop and then go into the kaiju battles at the same time you're also building up tanks for the tank multiball and challenges and the jets and you know all that if you have played godzilla for 20 minutes you like you get it you know you can kind of you know see how the game develops, and then if you find yourself, hey, you know, I'm only two shots away from the multi-ball. maybe then you focus on that. But simultaneously, you're accomplishing several different tasks. Mandalorian is one where, you know, you really have to, like, cradle up, grab the ball, okay, hit this ramp, I'm trying to get this point, I'm trying to earn this much best scar, I'm trying to unlock this specific uh, attribute from the store, like this game's like a role-playing game, more than it is just an arcade ball slapper, right? And so I I gravitate more towards the Godzilla, multiple things going on at once. Um, This game just plays a little bit slower for me. But again, it's a fun game. I like playing it. I like building up the best scar. I think the topper looks amazing. I think my bank account is happy I don't have this game, uh, to be honest. Um, But going through the layouts here and and what's available. You know, I'm a toy guy. I like mechanisms and such. Uh, The pro version, you get plastic ramps. Uh, Looks like there's two main ramps. And they're plastic all the way. When you upgrade to the mid-tier and above, you do get the plastic ramps that turn into the metal wire forms, which I'm, I more jibe with, right? Uh, still, I saw a guy that was selling a pro that he'd actually put the uh, premium wire forms in. So it's definitely upgradable. Look at this. It's got the same red lights that Stern's, or Stern, that Rush has. Um, you know, you got that big Grogu in the back, but, you know, unfortunately, it doesn't do anything. I would have wished that for the premium and the LEs, he was actually more articulated. There is a motorized mod available. I've heard mixed things about it. I heard it's great, um, but reliability or, or motor life uh, may be limited. I don't have all the details there. Um, you got that back little play area where there's that upper flipper, and instead of being midfield like most games, I mean, this one's thrown all the way up in the back by Mando's Helmet, which for the pro, I mean – Okay, when you upgrade, though, to the premium, then you get the the whole, it's a whole extra play field that's up off of the the standard play field. And it's got that tilting mechanism and an extra flipper. so. For this version, I think if I was going to get it, premium or above would be the way to go. Especially because I, I think each game, I've played both versions. I think they play about the same as far as speed. You know, sometimes the pros with less moving parts, they tend to play a little faster. I know Godzilla definitely does. Uh Mando I haven't really noticed that. Now uh, professional Mando players feel free to correct me, you know, I'm still relatively new as I say. It looks like you do also though, get a magnet at the basic grogu there in the back upper corner. So that's great. Um, innovations there's this little <laughs> swingy flap underneath the Razor Crest. Um, almost like the Razor Crest got a set of truck nuts I don't know. I've heard people speculating on that. <laughs> Going up to the LE what does it add art blades and some armor? And you know that that priceless Brian Eddy autograph. I mean, you know, who could put a price on that? Well, Pinside can, and so can the pinball market. And it looks like prices on this game have not really moved from where this game launched at. You can still pick them up. You can pick them up new in box, MSRP, maybe even a little bit less if you got a motivated seller. So Mando's out there. Um but you know, as far as the pinball designer, he designed ramps, there's mechanisms in here, there's tilting play fields. I mean, there's things that I like. So that's why I'm excited for Venom. So speculation, I think we would get kind of you know a darker colored game. I mean, Venom's essentially black and red with a little bit of white anyway as a motif. I'm hoping for a lot of silver ramps. I love those wire forms. Um, will we get a tilting play field or some such? We'll see. Um, but I could definitely see at least some vertical up kickers and at least two ramps and a, probably more than one spinner since Mando's got... What, two at least? Well, with the swingers. another <laughs> uh, there's two on that left shot there. It looks like. All right. Moving on, Stranger Things. And this is a fun game. I, I uh, recently won my $20 at that tournament this last week on it, so it's got a special place forever in my heart. Looking at Stranger Things, it's the return of the plastic ramps, so we're probably going to see these again. Um, they do let you see the play field art a little better. And depending on how the lighting is, um, uh, I mean on Tron, Tron has plastic ramps, but these things light up with those LEDs and glow and change different colors. So, um, this is definitely more of the classic with fan shaped layout. It's got the same red lights that rush has too. Are we going to see the three peat of Brian Eddie with these red dome lights? Um, I like what he did with stranger things. Uh, the projectors, man, I mean, Canopy Lake Bark. I went up there and finally played a premium, and I was blown away by the projection on the spinners and on the uh, fold down. What is this supposed to be like? A movie, like a driving movie screen? I mean, that that is fairly amazing. I love the Big Mac of the demogorgon and I love putting that ball straight down its gullet. Um, so, are we gonna get? <laughs> are we gonna get Stranger Things with a big Venom bash head? Maybe his mouth opens up and you get like a tongue ramp lowers. Um, I don't know. Uh, I think. I think I'd be happy with any kind of large mechanism really doesn't take a ton to impress me, but I would like that stranger things only has the two flippers at the bottom. So that's the only thing. So going from stranger things to venom, it looks like Brian added some extra flippers rotating play field, but this also had a rotating mechanic. I mean, the screen folds down into a ramp. I mean, that's fantastic. Transforms the play field. So I'm, I'm excited for venom based on the pedigree that I'm seeing from stranger things from Mandalorian. I love that left ramp on stranger things it's like goes up and then um, has like a triangle orientation in that back left corner before coming down and returning to the left flipper so that's fun I think uh, looking at stranger things you know, the pro gives you the mechanisms gives you the fold down ramp so you're getting most of the game there but I'm telling you man those projections now I don't I haven't owned a premium. And I haven't really heard on longevity for that projector. Is it finicky? Does it go out? Does that have to be adjusted? Is it calibrated? Does a focus have to be dialed in with the balls slapping into it? I don't know. But I, you know, I love that projection mapping, and I would love to see some more of that. Um, Stranger Things also has that transforming play field with the UV lights, where when you get into the upside down, all of a sudden everything is you know glowing UV. I mean, that that changes the feel. That gives you that pinball moment that people talk about. And Venom, a character that can go from human to you know uh, symbiotic, interstellar, galactic beast, I think deserves a transforming play field. So, I'm I'm very much anticipating Venom being fairly awesome. Um, for me personally, uh, going back to Mandalorian, I would say Mandalorian is a okay game. It's 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 okay. I don't have anything bad to say about it. I don't have anything to really cheer about. Personally, like I do with Stranger Things. But I would say, if a game is better than Mandalorian, it's a good game. If a game is worse than Mandalorian, it's not very good. So I'll kind of put Mando right in the middle for me, you know. Um, I like Star Wars. I like the theme. I think the game's a little slower paced for my mentation. So I don't own one. But I, I see how people could like it. I think that's perfectly okay. All right. Moving up to the limited edition. What a Stranger Things ad. That purple powder coat pops, man. I don't care. I want, I want, I want purple powder coat on every one of my machines. I love that look. Uh, art blades. Yeah. Cool. Upside downy, man, this is a pretty looking game. Stranger things, limited edition. Check it out on Pinside. All right, let's move on and transition to our next topic. Guys, guys, I have made a mod. I made my own mod for rush. It works for any version of it. All right. So I've seen people that have made the mod that holds the drumsticks and that plastic on the upper left side of the field. And um, I was playing around on Thingiverse. I just got a 3D printer. And if you look in Thingiverse or any of the other kind of 3D printer uh, searching sites, compiling websites, you'll find some Rush drumstick holders. They're made out of some pretty flimsy plastic. They're only about 180 degrees, so they don't wrap all the way around the uh, drumsticks. And when I tried to put my sticks in there, the thing broke every time. So I went in and I found, what was it called? Thinkercad. Like, think, T I N T H I N K E R C A D. I searched for that. It's a free web based program. It's a 3D modeling program, and they have pre built shapes, and you can drag them into the play field, play field, the uh, workspace, work field, um, change their shape, you know, so their scaling, there's rotation. You can actually build an STL file that you can then put into your slicer program for your 3D printer and generate a 3D printing file. So I started with that base. Uh, design these are two two little holders that go on the screws on the upper left side plastic between the lights and they hold drumsticks and you can actually go on Amazon has them you can buy the the same Promark Neil Peart drumsticks that the drummer from Rush used or at least endorsed there's a the 747 Shirakashi oak Promark I think they feel about 5A though they don't have a size on them uh drumsticks so You know, I've got Guns N' Roses, Guns N' Roses. They took drumsticks, and they made that whole ramp in the right upper side of the play field. So adding drumsticks to games, I mean, that's fantastic. So I went ahead and I played around. Uh, I found some gear shapes. I I increased the size of the plastic that actually holds the stick so the things wouldn't just collapse or break if a ball hit them or, you know, you're just putting the sticks through. And through trial and error, I got the right size, and I've got them installed in my machine. I've got photos up on the Don's Pinball Podcast – web uh Facebook site so you can check out pictures of those. Uh they're green right now. It's just a film and I was trying. But um I think I made a few more modifications to it that should make installation easier. And I think these can be pretty freaking boss. So if you've got a rush and you're interested in uh you know trying to set of these out for yourself and let me know kind of what you think, hit me up Dons Pinball Podcast at gmail or just message me through Facebook. Um But I was uh, very impressed with this, and just an afternoon of tinkering around with the Tinkercad, I was able to learn it well enough to come up with a usable part that I printed for my machine. How fantastic is that? It's kind of opened my mind and doors to other things I could potentially add. Like, you know, I could find a file for Getty's bass guitar, and then, you know, throw a shape on there, put a hole in it for a screw, and like build something that I can then put in my machine. That's that's fun for me. I can, I can homebrew the whole thing. And if any of y'all want to get in on this, man, holler at your boy. I'll hook you up. Oh, what's uh, coming up next? February, District 1 has announced they are doing another pinball tournament. They're doing it on a Sunday this time, and they're looking at doing that going forward. So, you know, for all of my listeners in the Stevens Point region of Wisconsin, which is probably half of you right now, uh, Sunday, 2.12. Show up at 2 p.m. That's when registration starts. Get some food. Looks like the kickoff time is scheduled for 5.30. And if the prizes from last time are anything to go off of, there could be another Stern Trends light in your future if you win. Um, shoot, maybe I can drop in a set of, uh, you know, Rush Trump's to Colders. I don't know. You know, let me see how it goes. Um, I, unfortunately, due to pinball budgeting concerns, signed up for a couple extra shifts, and I'm not going to be in town when that tournament starts. So I'm going to miss that. But I will see if my wife, Monica, can make it by and go ahead and enter and represent the fam in the pinball tournament. All right. Today I got the email voting in the pinball awards. I guess these used to be called the pinball industry awards. Now being run by, you know, those crazy guys down in southern Indiana. Uh, I got my form on SurveyMonkey. I was able to vote. And I picked some reasonable things. Uh, of course, I'm not listed as favorite podcaster, but that's because I'm only five episodes in, two more, and I'll be ready for next year. So I figured what I could do is just kind of go down the uh, entries and kind of give my vote and my reasoning behind it. So one of them was for art in general, but it looks like it was limited to art of the cabinet and the backlash for any pinball machine that was released this year. What did I give it to? I think I gave it, I gave this one to Rush Ellie. Now, Toy Story 4 is also a contender. Multimorphics Weird Al Yankovic, love the dang theme, man, uh, was also in it. So when I, I looked at, honestly, the cabinet art, if you look at the Rush Limited Edition, it's got that foil cabinet art, and gosh, it just pops. Uh, Toy Story has that as well. Um, however, what Toy Story doesn't have is some sweet armor like Rush has. Have you seen it? Go take a look at Rush LE and check out the armor. Uh, it looks like a guitar body, but made out of uh, uh, steampunk gears, and it's kind of like got a, a dark matte finish. Man, I love it. And then want to talk about backlash. That mirrored black glass on the limited edition Rush sitting in my other room, man. Popping. Popping. I got to give it to that. I like how they broke the art up into the cabinet and backglass as one category and then playfield as another. Because as much as I love that cabinet and the backglass of Rush, I don't think the playfield quite makes it. I love what they did with the theme integration and how they took, you know, little aspects from different albums, different songs and put them all in there. Um and then they took, you know, the comic book drawings of the faces and they're good, but I don't think they could compete with Toy Story 4. So for the Playfield artwork, I gave it to Toy Story 4, and I did that, well, I mean, it's, they're using Pixar's art, and Pixar's art is great, so I, I, th- I think that's an easy give. Toy Story 4 for the Playfield art, but when it comes to the cabinet and the back glass, I gave it to Rush, particularly the LE, and after I voted, they actually gave you a chance to break down, like, which version uh, are you considering for this, so I was able to put able to put the LE, so, you know, that was fun. All right, uh, toys and mechs. So uh, I don't think I can give this to Toy Story. Um, mechanisms. Okay, you got the doll head. You got the ramp. Pop bumpers? Is that it? That's it. So I didn't give it to Toy Story. I went. Uh, I can't forget if I gave it to Rush or I gave it to Weird Al. Uh, Weird Al does have a lot of mechanisms. They're only in that back part of the play field. They do have those pop-up you know, midfield things that are on the Multimorphic P3. Those uh, What are they, drop scoops? They, like, elevate into scoops, and there's, like, six of them, and they can randomly come up or, um, you know, come up with different modes. I honestly can't remember. It was I was right on the border with Rush having the best uh, Toys and Mechs. I mean, obviously, you got the magnetic time machine tunnel in the back. You've got that diverter that you can control that comes up and down two scoops. I don't know if scoops are toys and mechanisms, but I mean, that was fun. So I think, I think I may have gave it to weird Al just cause there is more there. Um, there's the U 52, uh, camera, U 62, uh, video camera that they use with, uh, in the movie UHF that you can lock balls in. You've got to get a win or at least a vote of me up for that. All right. Music. So music came down, uh, Russian weird owl. Uh, hard to say, man. I mean, God, I love Weird Al. No hate on Weird Al. Music for the game. Um, I nod my head a lot more to Rush than I do to Weird Al when I've played it. I've played a lot more Rush. Maybe that, uh, you know, clouded my vision or flavored my sausage, whatever. Uh, but music, I'm going to give it to Rush. Callouts, I also gave to Rush. If you have you played this game particularly with the newer code, their callouts are funny. They do something that I do, which is talk song lyrics. So um, usually what'll be happening is we'll be driving and a song come on the radio and just playing like the intro to the song before the words start. And I'll just look over to my wife and I'll talk through um, some lyrics of the song, you know, baby, you're a song. What? And then it kicks in, baby, you're our song or whatever the song is. Um, So I do that. And then Rush does that too. You know, they'll, um, they'll speak some lines, um, you know, from their songs, you know, I can't pretend a stranger is a long awaited friend. And then, you know, all of a sudden there'll just be a call out like a stranger is a long awaited friend that owes you money or something like that. You know, it's just, it's it's funny. These guys are funny and I like the integration of the call outs that they have. I love the ones in weird out too, but I got to give it to rush. So overall I'm, I'm giving rush as the game of the year, given everything that came out, I played just about everything that came out. Um, I like a lot of the things that come out, but I think if I had to pick one to kind of take into my home to have for six months, I'd stick with Rush. It's still so deep. I haven't gotten close to a wizard mode. Love it. So, I hope that was interesting for you. That'll wrap it up for me. I hope you enjoyed this midweek episode. And you... Questions, comments, be sure to send an email, Podcast at gmail.com, or reach out on the Facebook page. Like, subscribe if you can't subscribe to Facebook. Anyway, Don's Pinball Podcast, I've got posts up there all the time. I've also started a Discord, and the link to join that is also up there on the Facebook page. Eat your vegetables, everybody.